Now, I think you can be sexy. I think that can be a verb. Like, I can't. It's a little low. I can't really. My, uh... Oh, hang on. What's it? I turned down your uh, thing. Hang on. You're in number three. <clears throat> How's that now? Can I hear myself? No. Can't hear anything. Hang on. Let me see this. Oh, you're in number two. How about now? Can I hear it? Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. But I was gonna say, like, uh, being sexy is can be a, an, a verb too, like, but you have to act sexy, you know. You can sexy things up or yes. sexy things down. Right. So I think I think that's both. You you can be sexy as she is sexy or he is sexy, but then there are, you can act in a sexy fashion. You can do things sexily. Yes, I think so. I think I think it's both. <laughs> I think you got to take an that into ad, account. It's an adverb right there. Yes, I think it is. Right there. Now, I, I got this new microphone here, this uh, Rode Pod mic. These things have been flying off the shelves, so I'm going to see how this sounds. Do I sound good over there? You sound incredible. Thank you for that lie. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, so, it, it, no, I, I can't uh, tell the difference, actually. It sounds like um, good, like, normal, I, I normal tweeted, you. I tweaked it a little bit, so we're going to find out how well this thing works. Uh, there's a setting <laughs> on my... Uh, my mixer here for this particular mic. So welcome to the Transmit Podcast. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. Thank you for that. That's good. That was, that was that's a lovely bit of pause there. That's called, that's called dramatic effect. Right yeah. So um, what we saw, we're going to talk about the movie uh, Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. You know what a Harley Quinn is? A Harley Quinn's role. Oh. Ah, oh, man. Production value. There it is. Just serve. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be an ad. Yeah, me too. I thought I'd, I'd let it sit too long. Shits. Who we are beyond that. I mean, honestly, I think in this movie they cared about her in, in a lot of ways, actually. I wanted a fresh start, but it turns out I wasn't oh, yeah. the only Damon Gotham looking for emancipation. So they hinted at the ability for her to break glasses with her voice there. Yeah, they didn't hint at it strong enough though. I. Like, so the thing is, they um, for Black Canary there, uh, if they counted on you, I think to know the the deal with Black Canary, honestly. Yeah, I didn't know that she had that power. as watching that. Yeah, because there's there's a big difference between you can make a glass break and you can knock people back with your with your voice. <laughs> I know. That's like the difference between me being able to lift I don't know some weights and oh. being able to throw a car. Yeah, like um, I know that. It's like being able to break a glass with your voice seems like something that like people can do in real life. It seems like a realistic thing. I think they like, can. Oh, okay. That's like, okay, that's realistic. I believe that. It's also a matter of resonance. So it's not exactly a matter of just being loud. Yeah. So like you can do it with a stereo, not that loud. It just has to be at the right, the right frequency for it to shatter. Yeah. But then shooting like sound waves that are like visible with <laughs> like rippling <laughs> and uh, special effects. Away. Yeah. Knocks people away. <laughs> That's that's the next level up. More, more like seventeen levels up. But yeah, um, I I really enjoyed this movie. I'm really sad that it got uh, is getting a really um. Oh, spoiler alert! By the way, this is gonna be spoilerific. But if you want, to go, do you have a sound effect for that? Um, look out! Spoilers ahead. <laughs> All right. I haven't changed that. The only reason I didn't label that button is because I'm planning on changing it. I just don't know to what yet. I got a new sound effect for you. Oh yeah, what's it gonna be? Oh, you didn't send me the the the. The link for that song you wanted me to use for the trailer or for the outro in the future. Oh shit! Yeah, so remember to send me that one. I'll send it to you. Okay, but yeah, um, what were you saying? Uh, just the the, the, the wow sound effect, the anime wow sound effect. Is that something that you're aware anime of? Anime wow sound effect. 
Yeah. Well, now I gotta look this up. But um, basically, uh, what I liked about this was it, it treats the Suicide Squad as something that happened, but it doesn't really like drop too many uh, too many. Uh, how do I word this? It showed scenes from it, but it kind of cut out Jared Leto as much as possible in the scenes where her, he, and, Jer- he, yeah, her yeah. and Jared Leto were in there. Yeah. Uh, um, why was that? Uh, well, I think they're trying to put some distance between them and that movie, quite honestly. <laughs> you can't do that, though. Like, I it's think obviously Listen, a I, spinoff of that film. It obviously is, but... Where she was prominently featured as well as her love story to the joke uh, Jared letters Jared Leto's Joker and the love story between them two is also prominently featured heavily throughout the film of Birds of Prey that, that, okay listen I'm not gonna lie yes that's true but I think they made the correct creative decision to go how about no listen and if you if you've been yeah. watching the the Harley Quinn cartoon it covers pretty much all of that in much better fashion so let me see here. Not I, a lot of people are watching the Carly. Well, I think, I hope they are, because that's a great <laughs> show. You should see it. Hang on, I got it right you, here. You got it? Yeah, hang on, let me see. Is this what you're talking about? Wait. It's not, oh, come on, what the hell? Oh, wrong one. Wrong slider. Yeah. I don't think oh. that would go well with, uh, I mean, there are apps I can do to put sounds in, onto the phone. I think I should do that, but... For, for like, these eight buttons, I really want to save them for, like, primo stuff, you know? Yeah. So, so like, like... And his name is John C. <laughs> so I want to keep it for stuff like that. That's you know? for when we get John Cena on the show. Yes, and then we just hit that shit. Or, like, when you tell a joke. You know? Stuff Pretty like accurate. Yeah, or when I tell a joke. Not as accurate. Oh, yeah, right. This is it. <laughs> Boom. Still losing it. You know what? I don't need your bullshit, man. So anyway, how does this movie start out? I forgot. It starts out with Harley <laughs> Quinn basically drooling over this egg sandwich um, cooked on the, the greasiest skillet as she talks about. Well, uh, actually, if you go to the very, very beginning, oh it's an animation. It is an animation. She talks about her, her origins. From conception. From, oh, yeah. The sperm. That she egg. was, yep. that went into her mother's egg. And then it was her as a baby, because she's kind of sk- skipped past the whole pregnancy part of her, yep. her life. <laughs> yep. And then she was saying that she had, like, daddy issues, where she always wanted attention from her father, but he would never pay enough attention well, to her. it's not that he didn't pay attention to her, it's that he kept giving her away. <laughs> so that, Traded that, her for a six-pack? Yes, exactly. But it kind of skips that quickly. She went to... Med school, she met the Joker, yada yada. That's 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 just a quick recap of her life. Okay. The movie starts proper when she's at this greasy spoon place, like that's partially like um, it's like one of those bodegas in New York, but it also has like a gr- like a like a like a grill pad, like a flat grill where this guy's making an egg sandwich. Yeah, it's like and um, her acting is great. Like they she's put great. she put all her talent into like looking at this sandwich, like it's like the the last sandwich in the world. Yeah, and I think the cinematographer was like a like a, maybe a Burger King or McDonald's uh, commercial cinematographer, yeah, or he at least like consulted with a some someone from the fast food. <laughs> yeah. So how do you show food in a sexy way? Okay, so we'll, how do you film food? Two words: slow motion. <laughs> let me tell you, that's he's flipping that shit and doing that, and, and she's kind of like jumping back and forth uh, between that, like talking about how 
um, since she broke up with Joker, she's been running amok, but no one believes her. Yeah. Yeah, which I which I really like because she's basically a party girl, like just trying to party. Or it, she's kind of like that person you may or may not really want to date or really not want to date. You know, mm-hmm. like she either has endless energy and that's awesome, or you just don't want to be at a club, you know, every weekend night. You know. Yeah. What's the next scene? Is is she like in a strip club or something? And she's, well, she's like in a bar. She's at, she's she's at a bar. She's at the the. She's doing she, like a little bit of a table she's dance. She's at Black Mask Club basically, and she's still running amok. She's like she breaks Black Mask's uh, driver's uh, legs. Yeah, because he, he she spills a drink on him. She it's spills like, a drink on him, and he's like, "Get down, you stupid bitch!" And that, and realistically, <laughs> normally, yes, that's like that kind of gives you carte blanche for a woman to do whatever she wants, basically. <laughs> and so no one felt bad when she just jumped on his legs and broke them both backwards, like 60 degrees, no, no, like I'd say 50 degrees, the wrong direction. And finally enough is finally a word. Yes. Uh, that comes back later. That does come back <laughs> in later. the movie. She's really good at breaking knees. Apparently. Oh yeah. She's great at that. Well, basically, yeah, that it turns out to be, that's uh, the black mask. So what, what is that? It's uh, a driver. Um, yeah. His driver. What's a, what, what is his name? He played Obi-Wan Kenobi. You and McGregor. You and McGregor, yeah. It's his um but what's the character he plays? Um it's uh oh, come on, hang on. Um Vamp. Vamp. Who's Vamp? It means say stuff while I look at <laughs> when you vamp it means you you talk for a bit. Oh, I didn't read your so, so it doesn't so it does, that's okay for for future reference, Vamp means go for a minute. Okay. So, okay, let me see here. Well, Ian McGregor was in Star Wars. Okay, wrong. Nope. Okay. Okay, so here we go. We got, he he was in Star Wars, but what I'm saying is what's, what's the the villain's name that he played? Didn't you say it was Black Mask? I think it was. I'm just, I'm guessing, Ian McGregor, um, who, I I gotta look up. Uh, His name was like Cyan. Roman Cyanus. Cyanus, yeah. Hang on. Let's try this again now. So what did you like about Roman Sionis' character? Roman Sionis. Uh, Ewan McGregor did a pretty good job of that. Uh, he was hateable. He made himself really a villain there. He was both neurotic um, and uh, black. It is Black Mask. Okay. So he's that yeah. guy who's always, always got a skull face in the comics. Yeah. Yeah, so he's proper, like, organized crime, but with that supervillain, like, pastiche. Yeah, and that doesn't come out until, like, toward the end. Spoiler, he doesn't really bust out the black mask. Yeah, we already said spoilers, so you go ahead and <laughs> talk. But, you know, yeah, uh, yeah so um, basically, yeah, she's still running amok, and everyone thinks that um, Joker is still dating him, so she's untouchable, basically. Everyone fears Joker. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, this guy, Roman, he's, like, saying he, he owns the town, though. So it's kind of weird as he, like, everyone fears him, but apparently now Sionis owns the town, so there's no, like, real explanation for... How? Why doesn't Joker still own the town? Right, right he's still the Joker. It's not like he just vanished, even though he technically kind of did. Maybe Joker's just kind of like, he just comes, he's like the Olympics, he comes once every four years or something, yeah. and then he like, kind of like, he's really in charge, but yeah. like, day to day, it's like Sionis, right? He's just oh, like he's, the day to day kind of crime boss. Maybe it's different like, leagues of villainy. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, so I think like, maybe like, he's covering like a whole different like, strata of villain, and then above that, it's like General Zod. <laughs> you know? yeah, how about that the dc universe yeah and then dark side or whatever yeah, so it keeps going okay so that, that might be it <laughs> but basically yeah he's um he, he's building things up and the whole like linchpin of this is like this diamond that has like a bunch of laser etched like banking information on it yeah like um i like that because it wasn't just a diamond 
uh, the MacGuffin wasn't just like, oh, it's a fancy uh, $500,000 diamond. It was like, okay, it has some like information in it. So yeah. that was pretty It's not cool. just get the diamond and sell the diamond. And yeah, so that was kind of cool. So basically she keeps, um, she meets up with like the different birds of prey. Uh, there's like the, um, there's like the, the police detective who is building a case against Sionis. Played by Rosie Perez. Oh, see, you know some stuff. So there we go. <laughs> Rosie Perez was in this. What I like is, um, I do like the put upon like detective who no one takes seriously, but the thing mm-hmm. is, like her police chief who like took all the credit for something, like she did. Like, how how did that work? Like twice. Like at the very end of the movie, like they beat up all the bad. I don't think it's a big spoiler to say all they. Like that's that's too egregious to say. They beat up all the bad guys, mm-hmm. and and like there are several people with arrow wounds and stuff like that, and like he he still took the credit for the bust somehow. Like, did he take credit for like I beat up all these people? Beat them with a baseball bat and also used a crossbow bolt on them. Uh, who who are you talking about again? The police chief who took all the credit for the police officers' work, the detectives' work. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I didn't really. Uh, Did pay attention. I'm having a, yeah. I didn't have. I don't know what you're talking about there. Basically, it was kind of a, it was a bit of a throwaway line. Like the reason she's like in the position she's in is because her old partner took all the credit for like some yeah, yeah, big bust. Uh huh. And then she, at the very end, he did it again with that, with all the gangsters they, they beat up. Yeah, yeah. He swooped in and took the credit. Uh-huh. And oh, I don't, I that's don't know. I don't know how you take the credit for a whole bunch of, like, did he show up there alone at first and to this, like, amusement park and just say, and then other cops showed up and he said, I beat them all up. I know. And, and plus, like, um, using movie logic, let's say it's in the same universe as Bad Boys. Yeah. I'd say the DC universe is even more ridiculous than the Bad Boys if universe. That's, if that's the case, like... Because at least in Bad Boys, like, when they'd go off and, like, kill people and not arrest them, the police chief was like, you know, I can't do that, you know, I gotta... He, he is the police chief, though. He's like, he's like, they're the local boss. But, yeah, like, so in the news, like, oh, Cyanus, um, uh, he gets blowed up by a grenade. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. In a very cool scene. And, um, yeah, his bodies are just kind of... his. Body parts are just floating in, like, you know, the river. They're the, already eaten. The by, ocean. Yeah, they're already eaten by whatever crab found them. And so, <laughs> so what are the, the next morning, the cops will come out, and then there's this huge crime scene. Yeah. Like, all these criminals are dead, you know, that he hired. And then he's, like, what his remains are in the ocean. And that's a whole mess that has to be cleaned up. And um, I wouldn't want to take credit for that. No. I would blame that <laughs> on her. Oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, I... <laughs> I put a grenade in his pocket and then threw him off a pier and ma- turned him into human p- meat pie. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, a little... That was a little over the top. A little over the top. But, it, but, you know, it was more realistic in the beginning when, okay, yeah, got, someone can take credit for yeah, her work. For, for your, if you don't have explicit knowledge of what happened, <laughs> you don't have to really explain. You just say, he, okay, yeah. he's a dickbag. Okay, I, I buy that. And no one, no one buys what she. But then at the end of the movie, it's like, oh. Well. I know what happened. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. Um, let's see. Uh, there's also the huntress who's in this. Normally, she's in a ridiculous purple costume, but here she's just in a quasi ridiculous costume with a with a crossbow. And she, yeah, it's the same story as in the comic book. She, her, her family was a crime family. They got hit, and she's looking for revenge. I liked her. Yeah, she was great because they they played her like super like goofy and awkward yeah she was kind of like their version of drax i was yes. finding out yeah i think so like they tried to draxify her yeah so she was like <laughs> she didn't know how to deliver lines all that well it's like they call me uh, uh huntress and so yeah, like, that's and a crossbow killer there's some good uh chemistry with her and some of the other characters toward the end definitely like we have to keep jumping to the end here apparently but 
well, after told, they kill a bunch of people. I mean, in movie like time, technically, this movie took place over the course of like a day tops. Yeah, but like it, but it covers so much time because she keeps going back like years sometimes to tell mm-hmm. the story. Because Rosie Perez, uh, for about half the movie, is wearing a, a shirt that says "I shaved my balls" or something. Yeah, because like she, <laughs> yeah, she, she got covered in like um, oh, what's she garbage? Garbage. Yeah, she got thrown in garbage. Okay, but anyway, um, what was it? So yeah, so she's like she, the, her story is awesome because like it's that's the thing. Like I listened to the movie pitch guy, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, it sounds like her should be the movie, right? Yeah, because she her family gets murdered by like during a power grab. She spends her her whole like childhood train and and into young womanhood training to be an assassin, then to come back and get revenge. That's a whole movie. Well, it's a lot like Kill Bill, like the <clears throat> Lucy Lucy Liu Lucy uh, no, Liu's no, character. Lucy Liu's character. No, I think it's a uh, Kill Bill. A uh, Lucy. Liu? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Her. She was under the bed where. Yep. When the guy got stabbed and then the blood dropped onto your face and yep, everything is all traumatic. It was like an anime sequence. Yes, it was. That was a really good sequence. But yeah, it, that's basically her story. Is like she, her family is killed and then she gets to revenge. Yeah. Yeah, and then when, she, <laughs> then when she did like when she finally does that, it's not. There's no um, like dramatic moment. She like it's like yeah, that was the uh, literally this is how it was. It's like yeah, that was the last person that I uh, wanted to kill. So and I'm so I'm done here. So. All right. uh, see you guys later. She, she literally just tries to go. Well, I'm gonna take off now. So it was kind of it was kind of funny, but realistically, like when you think about it, like one of the guys she went to kill, like was trying to kill Harley Quinn because after everyone after she, that scene you see in the trailer where she blows up the chemical company, yeah, it's like this is like a universe where like superheroes and supervillains are a known quantity, and it's like you know them like like celebrities. So when she they know everyone knows that's where she made was made into Harley Quinn, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they knew when she blew up that that tower, that chemical plant, it's like, oh, she's officially broken up with him. Yeah, that was, that's kind of funny, but yeah, so it's I guess of, so. It was kind of like, everybody, Harley Quinn broke up with Joker. LOL. And uh, so, yeah. And then she she basically has a target on her back yeah, and everyone's no, trying to kill her. Because yeah, no one's afraid of her. They're afraid of the Joker, I guess, at, at the time. And one of the guys, like, is finally coming, it comes to, who comes to kill her with, like, a with a crowbar? Yeah, crowbar. He yeah. has, like, um... Like clown, <laughs> clown stuff tattooed on his face, and she, yeah, that, and the hunter shoots him. Yeah, and it's just, oh, okay, I guess that threat's gone now. <laughs> yeah, but we find out that he was one of he was one of the her hitmen. most hated, uh, you know, you know, adversaries yeah, for her whole life. She was trying to find this man, and she was training to find this yeah, man. And you saw just the very end where all her training could have been solved if she just got good with a crossbow and just without the martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> if she can hit a target from 15 yards away, she can still kill him. Yeah. So uh, as you think about this movie more, you realize, like, God, like, it would have been cool if they gave her Harley Quinn her own movie and then gave these people their own movie, too. And they kind of built up to it and stuff. Yeah, because uh, realistically, as you think about it, like, this, that's not a really good payoff for what's really a cool story. Like, I'm really sad this got the, the opening it did, but it's also, uh, I can kind of see why, because this kind of shows, like, DC's... um problems with making movies you know yeah their marketing ability the, uh them rushing things marvel i believe they it seemed like and they probably did 100 percent did have a plan where like we're gonna release we're gonna release this, this movie we got the rights to iron man we still got this let's make this really really good and they it's like we can't fail on iron man this just has to you know work yeah. it's not it wasn't even about the, i don't think it was even about the money they're like this has to be a good movie. At a certain point, it was. I think the first Iron Man that was just like the ending credit thing was just a throwaway. But then, as you got as it got going, they realized what they had, and it slowly built up yeah. into that big plan. 
Yeah. And so DC just tried to catch up like that by showing a bunch of like MPEGs of uh, superheroes in one of the movies. Yeah, so now you've got a DC universe that's kind of like disjointed and kind of cobbled together. You don't really have to see the next, like Marvel, you had to see the next m- yeah, Marvel movie. Yeah, you really wanted to see that movie. You had to see like this continuation of the story. Even the standalone ones kind of tied in. Yeah. Now with DC, it's like, you don't really have to see Birds of Prey. People are like, yeah, I'll miss that. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's got Margot Robbie, but like, that's pretty much all that's in it, you know. <laughs> but it's really fun. That's the great thing is like, it, all these no. nitpicks, they're, they're, they're kind of nitpicks because realistically, you're looking at it from like, after you've seen the movie, in the movie, it's a, it's a blast. Because it yeah. kind of gets to her like being in the in the um, police station with that uh, grenade launcher that she uses as a beanbag gun. Yeah. Pretty quick. And you're not entirely sure why she's there. Yeah, why is she um, like Terminator wanting it? You yeah, know? exactly. She just <laughs> busts in there, and like that is great. Like it, it's like it's the best way to do violence to our boys in blue without being morally reprehensible. Just shoot um, high-powered beanbags at their eyeballs, canisters at their faces. Yeah. <laughs> So, and listen, the fight scenes in that are phenomenal. I really enjoyed those. Oh, yeah. I was uh, looking at the fight scenes in that, and I was wanting to pick your brain about it. Yeah. And uh, they were really good fight. They were really good fight scenes. The choreography they were solid. was great, yeah. They were solid fight scenes. Realistically, they would have whipped out their guns and shot her, but <laughs> you're in a police station. Uh, but something that kind of bothers me about fight scenes, I'm not, this is... All movies. This isn't just Harley Quinn anymore. This is now. This is me speaking. Yeah. As a person, is um, in fight scenes, they uh, everyone throws every like one who can't even fight. Let's say they can't. No one can fight. Let's say it's police officers, right? Right. I can't imagine uh, every police officer officer throwing a perfectly uh, telegraphed straight punch right. that's perfectly angled to have the most amount of stretch. Yeah, no, and, they're, they're not going to do that. <laughs> so that the cam the camera can see their whole body stretching out? No, yeah, they're not going to do that. It's like two of them are going to just tackle them. At, at tackle her at the same time, and all her martial arts aren't going to count for yeah, shit. Yeah, they're probably going to try to like, lunge at her or grapple or, at, or draw their weapons or something. Or Yes, they would have shot her. They And if they're going to like you know hit her with the baton, they're not going to like wind back all the way to kind of... Yeah, so start, that the audience can see the... Yeah, it's, it's a huge telegraphed wind. It's, it's really... <laughs> so the, those batons, they're, they're designed so you can just whack someone in the in the thigh. Yeah. And they go down. <laughs> so, you know what they should do? Those are really good fight scenes, though. You have to telegraph it so that the... See, that was, that's what's good about it. The audience can see... Yes, the, what's going the, on. The action. Yes. Like, it was very clear. The action in that was very clear. It was very telegraphed. And the stories that they told were very simple to understand. And it moved but around really well, too. I think the next step for mov- movie fights is make them, like, look realistic. Well, like, that's, that's what, what I would do. Well, is that's I would... why I kept showing you the raid, too. The fight scene in the kitchen, that's, like, really real. In most parts, really realistic. Pre- pretty realistic. But that's if, like, you had two really good fighters fighting exactly. each other. I want to see, like, two people who aren't really good at fighting kind of do some kind of, like, you know, fight Just scene. Just brawl? Yeah. Well, yeah, you can do that, too. Just watch uh, Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> and so, yeah, she keeps, like, coming through up to here, up to that place, and that's kind of where a lot of the hub of the story is, is when she busts into that. Yeah, why is she doing that? And then yeah. we find out it makes perfect sense, kind of. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> at well, the end. Yeah, because she's getting chased around by uh, all these people who have grievances, and it lists the grievances. Yeah. And it's like some of them she fed, like, their brother to a to a hyena she was trying to buy. Uh, some of them, it's like, she just didn't give them sex. It's all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And uh, what was it? Um, basically, she gets caught by, uh, by Black Mask at a certain point. And mm-hmm. for some reason, 
he lets her go to go find, I can find the diamond. It's like, and basically it's just so the movie can happen. Yeah. It was kind of like contrived, I guess. It was a like a little bit. Yeah. It was a, uh, a deuce DSX machina. Yeah. There's a bit of a, yeah. She's like, wait, look in my pocket. And Here's then it's like, like a tampon. <laughs> it's like, really? yeah, that was good. And the it's other, like, other one, pocket. Other oh, it's the business card you were writing on. It's like, look, look at the second one down. It's like a finder of lost things. Okay, this written in pen written over in, something else. Or somebody else's business card. It's like this whole time we weren't setting up Harley Quinn as a finder of lost things. We were just kind of setting her up as like, you know, the normal girl, badass. badass you know, yeah. she has a messy apartment. She does roller derby. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, wait a second. She's a finder she, of lost she's things, a apparently. She's a detective problem solver. <laughs> and that's what I like about the Harley Quinn series is she is just, it's like it's like a story of, like, someone trying to make it in, like, Hollywood. Yeah. Except it's, it's, or, it's yeah, or super villainy. Yeah. <laughs> so she's trying to get into the, the into the Legion of Doom. Okay. And so basically she has to, like, do big crimes, get noticed, get drafted by them. So it's kind of like a mix between... Um, Hollywood and like the NFL, hmm. and so it's it's really cool. That's a good and analogy. It's a, and it's a reason for why she's doing all these things. And this one, she's just like, eh, I just got dragged into this because I broke someone's legs. <laughs> yeah. In the moment, this movie's great, but I can see why it's like, <laughs> as you think about it. What, what I liked, yeah, about that was um, like she was getting like uh, she was about to get her face cut off because that's what that's what Black Mask's thing was in this is like you just cut off the face of people he doesn't like. Yeah, there's a good scene where he's got people hanging upside down. Yeah, so and he, uh, cuts he, their faces off. Yeah, Black Mask. That's one of the. Yeah, that's one <laughs> of the people he up. wanted. Yeah, he wanted to do was to this too was he has a buddy who's like his uh, murderous like uh, enforcer guy, and um, he's about to like get her, get her face cut off, and she's like, "I will find the thing," and she's like, "Okay, go find the thing," <laughs> and for some reason he also puts a bounty on the girl who has the thing. Yeah, and. I'm not sure why, just just to make it fun. Just so you can have that fight scene where, th- for some reason, the Hells Angels managed to break into a police station with automatic weapons. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. And what I did like about that scene when she was tied up, though, yeah, uh, may have been kind of weird to other people, but she gets punched in the face a couple times, which I like that. I like our oh, hero yeah. to get beat up. A little bit, yeah. So our hero, Harley Quinn, gets you know beat up a little yeah. bit. She's not like a perfect, uh, you know, little, you can't touch me type right. character. And she has like this Marilyn Monroe yeah, kind she, of she like dance. Knocked, she gets knocked sequence. into a, into a music video for a minute, which I thought, yeah, that was I was gonna bring that up. That's a great bit. She's just singing like some thing about diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yeah. But I don't know if she knows about that diamond yet. She's just it just happens to be an appropriate song for what's happening right at that moment. No, I think he was he brought it up. He said like he's he was looking for the diamond. Remember, it got stolen. Yes, it did. Okay, it got so, pickpocketed. Yep. And then so, they got brought in, and it's like, all right, fuck, well, we're in trouble. So yeah, she she gets so that that scene is actually really fun, and then she gets punched back into it. Like you get a little look into her head how she can be like, she's she's still nuts basically. Yeah. And this kind of leads us to um, to Black Canary, because mm-hmm. uh, she when she's heading out of there because he gives her till midnight to get the diamond, and uh, Black Canary's there, and so they've run into each other before at that club. She's a singer there, but she's also for some reason a martial artist. Yeah, she's everybody's like a fighter for some yeah, reason. Every, well, every female. <laughs> yeah. And this is a martial artist. And it would, fine, that's cool. But it's Black Canary. I expect that. There's probably some uh-huh. backstory that they make of cut out. But uh, she is. So basically, she defends um, Mar, uh, Harley Quinn earlier when she's like partying super hard. And yeah. a couple of guys are about to load her into a van. And she beats them up. Yeah. And she becomes a Black Mask's driver. 
Yeah, because he happens to be watching that, right? I'm yeah, like, he, he got lives, you a new driver. Yes, it's this chick that was your singer, like literally ten minutes ago. <laughs> like, can you drive as good as you fight? It's like, wait, do I need to? I'm just driving a car, right? It's like, is this is like performance driving. Well, or? I feel like uh, it was a, if it was a getaway driver, right? Like in the movie Baby Driver. Yeah, but I, she never has to do that. She just literally is like a taxi driver. It's like your chauffeur. Yeah, I guess so. So, I, I don't know, I think it's just one of those lines you say just so you can say, this is your job now. But couldn't she also be like a singer and a driver? I mean, she could, but she's no longer a singer, really. She's just all driver all the time. She never she never <laughs> sings again. And so she's getting a look. And she at, does break the glass, we mentioned. So we know, she has, we know she has some power. Like, they say Black Canary, and it's like, okay, I know who it is, come on. But, I, like, anyone who doesn't know the comics is like, well, what's the deal with her? I guess her name is, she's Journey Smollett, played by Journey Smollett. Her name. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I, uh, I hope her journey is well. But no, um, yeah, apparently, yeah, the old driver had like this is the thing like with her like the thing about Margot Robbie in this is like she's a terrible person, but it's the weird thing where it's like yeah, she's terrible to people who say something mean to her, so you don't mind that she's like maiming this man for life, basically. Oh, Journey Smollett Bell. Ah, uh, Journey Smollett Bell. But yeah, what's well, the thing is like. She, like, breaks that dude's legs. And he turns out he's an informant for the police. Like, he's, like, literally saving people's <laughs> lives. So it's like, you, you, get, you can't forget that she is a terrible person. It's just funny to, like, take a step back and watch her be crazy because it's kind of funny. So, like, when she's robbing that grocery store and she just clips that, that like, grocery store manager's leg. Yeah. That could have, like, torn his meniscus. And now he can't, like, teach, like, youth basketball for at-risk youths, you know? Yeah, and does she... Uh, steal food all the time. I, like, I wonder if that's like every time she goes to the grocery store, she just robs it. Gotham's a big place, so she could probably make the circuit a few times. Let's be <laughs> I was thinking, like, she's like, you know, paying is for suckers. I'm gonna rob this place. I'm robbing. Yes, <laughs> she's yeah. She's got the the pickpocket with her. She broke her out of jail, and now they're they're yeah they're tooling around town. She's getting her some laxatives so she can poop out the diamond, and uh, yeah, and yeah. So so basically, she's just like giving her the life philosophy. She goes through her life story. And she mentions Suicide Squad, and um, not by name. Yeah, I was like, that'd be weird. Be in the movie Suicide Squad. (laughs) And she got the thing removed from her neck, right? Blow up her head. I hope so. They never really cover that. You know, (laughs) maybe Joker cut it out of her head. Yeah, maybe one day, like the cops would come and blow their heads up. Yeah, her head just like, wait, don't we still have the blower uppy thingy? It's like, "Uh, yes, we do. Okay, well, she's like Rob. She's she's breaking into a police uh, building right now. Maybe we could blow her head up. No, okay. So you know the device is stolen, but we still have the software. We could just make a new blower yeah, we, up device. Yeah, we, it looks like 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 a flags like risk thing. He broke it, but then Elizabeth Warren had a phone version of it. So it's, it's an app. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's pro- it might be a shitty app. So like, if you update it, it just blows everyone up accidentally or something. But um. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, they never cover that. Like, she gets in and out of the Suicide Squad a bunch in the comics, so who knows? Okay, yeah. What was it? Uh, Actually, those movies are good, though. If you ever get the chance to see the animated Suicide Squad movies, they're pretty fun. Okay, I'll, like, check them out. It doesn't sound like you will, but... <laughs> listen, that's fine. I'll, I'll check them out. Uh, but basically, yeah, Black Canary, um, she finally betrays... Uh, um, if she goes over to the good side after the cop, like, approaches her. I think he sees her... He sees, like, Black Mask, like, force a guy to cut his friend's dress off and make her dance on a table. Like, he goes fully, like, neurotic nuts. Like, Black... like, yeah, it's an uncomfortable scene. Yeah, Black Mask is, like, he's a, he's a good villain because he's not just evil and kind of, like, 
go like he sees someone like a snot bubble and he says up oh, cut off her face but it's, <laughs> it's also like he's like neurotic and possessive and all the things that you see in like paranoid to- paranoid so basically they, they make him a toxic boyfriend basically a really bad boyfriend yeah uh he's not doing too well he's losing uh um they're not able to keep track of the diamond, right? Yes, and so he's and so he's like, you know, he's at the club, right, and he's kind of pissed off. Yep. And um, there's a table across from him where they're just all kind of laughing, and this one woman laughs extremely loud from some joke or something. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "What is she laughing at me?" Obviously, not laughing at her. Yeah. Him, right? And but then his buddy comes in, he's like, "Yeah, she's laughing at you." It's like it's like the buddy knows like how to how to like. Manipulate him. Adam manipulate because like when they lose the diamond the first time, he's like, "Uh, we never had it." He knows to just say, "No, we never had it," so he doesn't die. <laughs> yeah. he's like he's like actually technically covering for Black Canary. Yeah. And also like he's so he's technically like he has his loyalties to the point where he's like, "Listen, I gotta lo- I gotta look out for my friend. I have to be there for him, even though he's also a, like basically a serial killer." So yeah, then he walks over to that. Uh, woman in and cuts her dress off. Yeah, well, he makes yeah. his he she makes her date cut his cut her dress off. Oh yeah, like he's always wearing like gloves and stuff. So he's he's a bit of a hypochondriac. So it's like he's got a long list of weirdness. So yeah, I think that was a uh, a very good scene. And I think the reason that they had to do those scenes is because as bad as Harley Quinn is, like the villain is worse. Has to be worse than be Harley way Quinn. Worse. <laughs> Because if it was just her going around and they made it kind of funny, you'd be like, no, she's a terrible person. You have to have this, like, face-slicing-off murderer who, possess- who who represents all the worst elements of, like, your last boyfriend. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, they kind of climaxes with that fight we've been talking about where they have a bunch of guys with guns out there, but they send in the guys without guns first to make it fair. <laughs> you know they all stay outside actually like so a couple of guys like rappel in with guns but they kind of beat them up a little bit yeah and then they slide down and then there are no more people with guns until they need to have people with guns to make it hard yeah and the reason he sends like he's a i guess why does he do that he's done playing around because it's so the movie can happen oh it's because he she betrays him and mm-hmm. he gets um he goes super sane right yeah so he's like no nah. <laughs> And he has to put the mask he puts on. The mask on. So instead of going golden hair, he goes black mask. Yeah, it's a it's a dark, uh, brooding anger that he has. Yes. That uh, he unleashes on the girls, not just the girl that has the diamond, but all of them. All he of wants them. to kill all of them. Oh yeah, he really does. He's in a dark place, and basically. And uh, then that's when they realize, oh, we have to band together. We have to work. To- it's kind of, it's a bit of a <laughs> contrivance because like you just killed his BFF. It's like, well, he doesn't know that. You could just leave. Yeah. And then if you skip town, he's never going to find you. Go back to that place where you grew up, where the family that raised you. You're fi- you're done. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a, it's a decent fight. It gets a little it's less good than the police uh scene fight like Margot Robbie. They they took her time with that one, the one at the police station. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's that's really well choreographed with a lot of like slow motion and the gun and stuff. There was another good fight when she was leaving the police station too with uh the little girl. Oh, the little girl, which uh the one who me. swallowed the diamond. Yeah. Remind me. So wait, wait, the little girl fought. No, uh, Harley Quinn did, but she was in like in the like the uh, the storage area of the police station. Oh yeah, that's, that's and there was that, like that's those... part of the same fight. That's all the yeah, that's the same 
like fight I consider okay. it. Like so, yeah, the Hell's Angels, like the the Gotham's Hell's Angels. They, yeah, they that's when they they join in and start like trying to shoot. She her. lights the guy's beard on fire. Oh, I think we're talking about a lot of stuff, but she lights the guy's beard yeah, on fire. fire. That, was, that was great. Apparently, he dips that in kerosene or something. I guess I, I could imagine know. her like actually trying to do that. Like if they tested it on like MythBusters or something, it would like maybe burn a little bit, but wouldn't like engulf in flame. It would be like plausible at the most if you use the right <laughs> product. <laughs> She's like, I know that they all have this certain product that they put in their beard that's highly flammable. So this is the best solution at this moment. But, yeah, that, but again, that's the way better part of the fight where she has the baseball bat. She's yeah, like hitting is. cocaine at him and bouncing it off the ground. Like, she a breaks a guy's knees. Oh, and then yeah. she brings, like, breaks it back. It breaks it back. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, so <laughs> the it way. was so much better than that, that final fight. But, you know, I don't yeah. think everyone had the same, like, uh, martial prowess that uh, Margot does. Or they didn't give her the... Um, they wa- They knew who was the star power behind this, I guess. Yeah, and then the last fight was kind of dark. It was in, like, the um, like, like carnival. Well, the, it was not a carnival. It looks like the same place, but they drove for, like, five minutes to get to a different waterfront. Yeah. And so they showed up, and it's like, oh, it's on a, a decrepit pier, and she has, like, one bullet in the holdout gun that the cop had. Mm-hmm. And that's when, like, the pickpocket, like, took a grenade. You knew that was coming back when she had the grenade. And she, like, um, picked him up. And I'm like, okay, when's the grenade coming? Come on. He's like, I took your ring. Like, what? And it's like, she pulls up and it's a pin. Yeah. That's like that's a classic, like, grenade move. Where it's like, hey, <laughs> what? Like, that was in Deadpool, which you, you said, like, they made her kind of Deadpoolish. Yeah, so she d- she does, Harley Quinn does break the fourth wall, right? Yeah, she's and talking. And she at winks it. at the camera and talks to the camera and yeah. everything. <laughs> Honestly, one of my favorite parts is, like, she, it looks like she's kind of looking at the camera, but she's really, the, the way she's longingly looking at that sandwich yeah. It's like my favorite part of the one of my favorite parts of that movie because it's got the wind blowing at her and she's like so wistful. Like all of her talent right there was like used for that. And um that and the crying scene where what was the scene where she was like crying? Oh, oh, where she was um you mean in the like what after she got brought, dumped and she's in her apartment? No, there's a scene where she was talking to was it t- talking to Black Canary or something. Black Oh yeah, she's at the bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. Like there you know what a Harlequin is? That's what the scene from the trailer. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but really a lot of people seem to really care about you beyond that being of service thing because they want to murder you because you're a terrible person. So it's it's not that they don't care about you, it's that you actively make yourself a target. <laughs> I'm not saying you're asking for it, but what I am saying is you've committed a lot of crimes. Hey, she's just a girl and she makes mistakes. Makes- We're all human. We're fallible. Right. And so that's what she represents in this. She's just a fallible, fallible human. She's not perfect. Sociopathic person. <laughs> okay, so um, let me ask you. Let's see. Let's, let's wrap this up. Yeah. What would you say? Uh, you, you suggest seeing this in theaters? I would because um, it's a good DC movie and that's worth seeing. That's in worth theaters. seeing. You got you to gotta support them. I agree because you got to say, like, this is a good movie. Make more of this movie. Yeah. So I agree. I, I'd the, suggest seeing it in theaters. It's a good movie. I felt like it all kind of flowed. The tone all came together. Yeah. It was like just enough gritty DC and just enough like fun superhero romp. Right. And, and they kind of mished all together. All the bad stuff happened to the right bad people. Yeah. So even though when you look back, it's like, oh, that's, geez, that is gruesome. But it's, it's that funny kind of gruesome, I guess. Yeah. The tone, it doesn't have a problem with tone at all. All right. So that being said... Thanks for tuning in to the Transmit Podcast, our spoiler episode for Har- uh, Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>